Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the a reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another tuesday live from st charles illinois super excited I uh, just was at the uh, Doctrine and Devotion Conference, and uh, right now, today, we have actually a repeat guest. You actually, Doug, you are our first three-timer. Uh, first time you on, we did a part one and a part two, and uh, this brother brought the word uh, this week, and well, this weekend, and we're really excited to have him on. How are you, Mr. Doug Logan? Wonderful, wonderful, bro. Appreciate y'all at the bar. The beat is for biblical. Amen, somebody. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. So, Doug, man, just to kick off, man, I want you, because uh, you introduced yourself to my listeners, I want you to tell a little bit of update of what you got going on as far as, uh, you know, I know you were pastoring last time, but you got a new role. Talk about that new role for a minute. Oh, man. Well, you know, God blessed me in 2011 to plant a church. God blessed me in 2011 to plant a church in Camden, New Jersey, one of the most dangerous, most violent cities. And, man, the Lord really breathed on that thing, grew it, and um, by God's grace, we planted um, four churches. And most recently, we just, in the past two months, man, we launched Epiphany Gloucester City, about a mile from Camden. And we launched Epiphany Wilmington, Delaware, which they call Murder Town, USA, seventh most dangerous city in America. And Epiphany Baltimore is jumping off hot and flying hard. The Holy Ghost is all up in that place. People are getting saved. And so, um, yeah, man, so we did that. But, you know, me and the wife felt compelled. I feel like I'm home when I, I hear the police. I am about to say, you might feel home feel, with, that, with that ambulance. I feel like I'm home. Oh. And so, yeah, um, so, man, so, yeah, so I stepped down from the church. One of my sons in the ministry, Pastor Ernest Grant, um, man, just gospel good dude, 
been with him since about 99. Man, he took over for me, and I took on a full-time role in the network I love, Acts 29. And um, so my role now is director of diversity for Acts 29 and um, co-director of Church in Hard Places with my partner in crime, Mez McConnell, who's a monster in the hood, in the schemes. Schemes are just projects in Scotland. So, yeah, man, so co-director of Church in Hard Places, um, primarily working with North America, Puerto Rico, and Canada, and then um, director of diversity. Nice. So let, let's go to the Church of Hard Places because I'm, I'm interested in that. Hopefully, God willing, we can get you down to the Greenville, South Carolina to talk about that. Um, I'm coming to Greenville, baby. <laughs> I just Good need stuff. security. Right. I got you, man. You know I already got you. So let's talk about the, the Church of Hard Places. You know, what exactly is it and, and what's your role? I know you say you're kind of co-director. Uh, uh, what, what's your role there and, and, and how does that kind of implement into the community? Well, Mez McConnell wrote a book called Church in Hard Places. Very similar. Me and him share heart, vision, and ministry over our past 20 years to you know, paralleling to planting churches in what we would call 25 years ago, urban context. You know, now urban, it just means exposed brick and like fixie bikes. So for us, church in our place is a, is a description that is universal and global. Like you can plant a church in a hard place in Brazil, a church in a hard place all over. Those are just places where gospel expressions aren't happening because like like folk don't like to get shot at when they're trying to preach. Folk don't want to raise their families around killers, drug dealers, and thugs. Folk want to ignore those places to be successful in ministry. And some of them aren't called there. So please don't see me hating. Just hear me saying that often the churches in hard places are neglected and overlooked for safer places. So we love crazy people that look at a city and say, this is a good city to die in for the gospel. Mm. And so we have no problem sending you there with your casket and a Bible mm -hmm. to go preach until, man, people get saved and you die. Wow. And so for us, Church in Our Places is all over the world. Ms. McConnell's planted churches in South Africa, in Brazil, he's planted churches all over. He's a crazy Irishman, pastoring in Scotland. And for me, in North America, it's this new demographic of African-Americans and Latinos coming to reform theology, getting smacked in the face, running up on that. But then often in their traditional churches, they're not trying to plant no churches. And so they get stuck in, in the middle because they go sometimes to our reformed evangelical churches, primarily white reformed evangelical churches, but they don't have the credentials to go in there and be elders and stuff, so they get stranded. And so that's where Acts 29 wants to step in and see how we can serve the underserved Latino, African-American, poor context people that are trying to put in work through in a gospel-centered way. And so we want to be, we want to be that to help them. And so, man, since we launched a video back in January, bro, listen, man, I don't connect with like a hundred cats just running around the country trying to put in work for the gospel. And I'm just trying to come alongside them and give them some gospel steroids to encourage them, help them, and get them thrown into Acts 29 where they can partner with a church that understands the vision and mission of reaching the urban context without, if, I, if you will, whitewashing them, but allowing them to fully express reaching into a poor community and partnering with them at a high level. So that's done well. Right. Nice, nice. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, we always excited to have Doug on the bar. Uh, whatever he's doing, he makes you excited about it too. Um, this week we, uh, <laughs> we 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 well, this weekend we had the privilege of uh, of hearing you talk about the spirit, man. And I and I love your perspective, man. Because sometimes when you get into the reform camp, 
you you tend to uh, you know shout down or, or knock down anybody, and and you gave a really good perspective on that. Talk about that a little bit, or how you address people that you know may not be reformed in their theology, you know, but still love Jesus. Yeah, man. For, first, we need to understand. I'm from the traditional Black Baptist Church. I'm from a community that didn't have reformed churches, like didn't have them. I mean, I live in a country where a lot of African-Americans couldn't go to many seminaries in this country until the 70s, barred from going to those schools. And so, um, yeah, man, so why are we shocked that the Mm. urban context is loaded with non-reformed churches? Right. But you know what the non-reformed churches did? They gave me coats and food, led my mother to the Lord, and I don't care if he didn't say ecclesiology and quote John Calvin. John and Calvin are drug dealers in my neighborhood. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care nothing about that. Man, so what? am I going to reject that love and that grace that they gave me because they weren't theologically up to the snuff of, you know, where we stand today? No, I love them. They were there. And um, so there, there's not Reformed churches planted in my neighborhood from Patterson, New Jersey. There's not Reformed churches in my neighborhood in Camden. And so, yes, we're inundated with health and wealth, theology, and different stuff. But man, um, um, man, so we're trying to plant a church, and I'm not about to demonize them folk. They love right. me. I was led to the Lord by charismatics, joined the Baptist church. You know, I had apostles speak over me and all of that. Now listen, man, theologically, you know I ain't there. Right. But Doc, folk trying to do the Bible and love me, if that little craziness leads to love and good works, I work with a joker. That don't mean I lose my my identity and association. I love love. Right. And so, therefore, I don't demonize the black church. I love it, man. I got, I, I came to faith there. I was, you know, I, man, I went to camps there, was loved there, fed there. And no, I didn't argue about cessationists and continuationists. Man, I was happy to get the T-shirt and the doggone prize at the end of camp. Right. And so therefore, for me, man, I want to be gentle and loving with those cats. Mm-hmm. Why? Because one thing they do, can I say this, man, and I don't want nobody mad at me. Say it. I, I guess I don't care. Um, <laughs> so I'm in my neighborhood at a guy who doesn't know theology like we know it, and he loves me. I had guys outside of my community that had good theology, but didn't come in and show me that love. Should I run to theology or should I run to the love of the community in which I was loved? Mm. Does that mean I become their theology? No. That means I try to embrace the doctrine of loving one another like Christ loved the church. That means I embrace the theology of doing good to one another. That means I embrace all those one another's in that. And therefore, I don't need to argue with them about what I disagree with. I just thank them for what they've done for me. And by God's grace, man, look, if they get reformed or not, I love them. Amen. Amen to that, sir. Yeah, and that's that's actually kind of convicting to me, you know, because coming out of that, you know, you automatically want to, you know, turn the nose up or, you know, approach him in a certain way. So hearing you, you you preach about that, speak about that with such passion, man, that that actually it hit home with me because, you know, just the whole idea of knowing the foolish side, I didn't want to associate with that, you know. So I'm definitely uh, grateful uh, for your message, man, this weekend on that. And um, 
and super excited. So next question, man. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, you, you're not pastoring. You're doing the Acts 29 thing. Uh, uh, you know, what way are you going to be able to impact people that may be listening? Like, are you, you know, I know we talked about you coming to Greenville. You know, are you open to other different locations? What way are you going to impact uh, what you're doing with Acts 29 just on a local level? You know, somebody that might be listening that might be interested in having you in. Well, man, one thing we want to do is, you know, Acts 14 talks about Paul going into the city preaching, taking a whooping, but going in to strengthen, encourage, and warn mm. those churches that he helped to plant. And then he planted men in those cities, ordained elders in those cities. So Paul didn't come to be bishop and collect the 10%. You know what I'm saying? He came in to take a whooping for them for the sake of the gospel. Right. And so I want to come alongside guys. Here's the three things I say when I think about church in our places as in this new role is I want to stimulate, motivate, and accentuate what what God is already up to in churches in hard places. And so I want to come alongside. I'm not a network onto my own. I'm a part of Acts 29. Love Acts 29. I think we're trying to put in work. I think we're trying to um, plant any kind of church as long as it's gospel-centered and trying to preach that doggone Bible. And as long as the pastor love his wife, love Jesus, love that Bible, and loves reaching lost people. I don't care. I'll work with you. So what I'm saying is if you're out there, man, and you are trying to put in work on the block and you feel alone, I want to see anything I can do to help you. I am not a Jedi, though. I'm a Padawan. <laughs> so therefore, I got some Padawan grace for you. Mm -hmm. I, I, listen, I got some pizza and some Pepsi and a hug. And so I can't come in like you know, with my lightsaber and just fix your situation. But I can come in, Doc, and we can grab friendlies. I ain't taking you too expensive, you know, $5 footlongs. <laughs> and we can do that. And then I want to pray for you, encourage you, and try to give you some content and some coaching to help you in that. And then also another C I want to do in my alliteration contact coaching, I want to connect you with some existing Acts 29 church. Amen, Doc. And I want to connect you with some, some Acts 29 churches that are, <laughs> that are in that are willing and looking to support some urban works for the sake of the gospel, man. Like, and so I've partnered and placed different guys who are in the urban context, who are looking for relationship and partnership. And I've, you know, I did my, my church plant eHarmony mm -hmm. with them and connected them to churches. And those relationships are jumping off in crazy, crazy ways. So that's the kind of stuff I want to do. I'm working towards a cohort to try to do a leadership church planning urban cohort. I also am um, working on an MA as I'm a board member of Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary. We got about six um, guys in the program right now. So, man, we just want to do whatever we can to strengthen and encourage guys that already exist in the urban context. And in so doing, we want cats who haven't heard about that to contact me on X29's page, Church in Hard Places, and I want to see how I can help you. I just need them to be patient. Mm -hmm. I'm just one dude. I got three kids and three grandkids, so don't be mad at me if I don't call <laughs> you back immediately. And I love my wife, so I'm not calling you on date night, Doc. I'm trying right. to put some work in, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's real. That's real, man. So, um, you know, uh, this conference was, was awesome and, and super excited to have you. Uh, and I'm going to piggyback off of one of the uh, QA questions, man. Uh, how is it or how good does it feel to be invited to a conference to talk about a theological matter and not a racial or urban matter? How, how good does that feel? 
Well, make no mistake, man. I love coming in to talk about being on the block. I love coming in to talk about the gospel and race. But, man, but that's not all I want to talk about. Man, right. I went to seminary. I didn't go to, like, a seminary that said, all right, Doug, there's urban justification and urban sanctification. No, nah, it's just regular old gospel justification by Jesus. Right. And so I think that a part of our diversity and our partnership has to come in where the black dude doesn't get invited to the white stuff only to do black stuff. Mm. Like, like, like I do exegesis. I, I like, I mean, I, I like the, I love the Bible. I love Jesus. And, um, I don't just preach black stuff at my church. I preach the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, and nor would I expect Joe to come in and try to, you know, try to shake people's hands all crooked, trying to be hood. <laughs> hood. I don't want that neither. I don't want him to turn into Eminem. He ain't. You know what I'm saying? I want him. Yeah, yeah. See, Joe, Joe got some sauce in him. I'm oh, just yeah, going to say yeah. that. That's you know sure. what I'm saying? He got some sauce. He's he, he slightly woke. <laughs> but he need a little five-hour energy every now and again. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. so um, um, so he needs some black espresso launched into him. But no, Joe and Jimmy are killing it. And so, yeah, man, so it was great, man. Like, and, and so to see that, but, you know, it's a victory in, uh, I don't want to say victory. It's awesome to be able to speak about the spirit theologically. And I loved it. I mean, listen, I'm a pastor. I better know what the spirit, right, the spirit right. is. Like, it's not like, 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 oh, like, oh, like, you know, I think people think like, well, see, the spirit in the hood is not. Nah! Right, right. We talked about the spirit in the Bible. Can somebody say amen in amen. the class? Yes, sir. Yeah, we ain't talk about the hood spirit. The hood spirit ain't the hood spirit. The hood spirit is Hennessy. You know. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa. Nah, whoa. <laughs> See, the difference from the suburbans and the urban, like, we say the Holy Ghost. They still say the Holy Spirit. The right, new right. Now, that's I say good. the ghost of God. That's you know right. what I'm saying? That's good. And so, yeah, so it was great, man. And Jimmy and Joe. Man, look, they act 29 cats. Man, they trying to get the gospel to whoever. Man, um, man, I love them cats. They crazy out of their minds. They probably going to go to jail after the podcast. <laughs> but, man, we love them dudes, man. And look, man, we had a short story about you. <laughs> you in the back of the room. Are you standing what? up? Hey, what? hey, listen, listen. I, somebody told me you were talking about me. What's going on? <laughs> I said how awesome you are. No, I, no, that's not what I heard. I said super awesome. No, no. no. I, I, heard, I heard that I was being insulted. That's what I heard. <laughs> I would never insult you. I'm too conservative. <laughs> you, you, you're not conservative. Yes. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Thorne has interrupted our... Uh, <laughs> white privilege! <laughs> hey, listen. I'm sorry. Just, I'm just going to nudge you with my white privilege a little bit. Just a little bit. What's going on? Joe's wife preaches better than him. Oh, my wife is awesome. You know my wife is awesome. Your wife is awesome. We, we know. Amen, amen. My wife is awesome because of wine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she don't listen to the podcast. I can get away with that. My, my wife doesn't listen to my podcast. No. Amen, amen. She's wise. Yeah, I know. Amen, brother. So look, I just said Joe doesn't come up short when it comes oh, to I, God. Why do you no, That's not funny. That's, I, mean, I feel like listen. That I don't, wasn't meant to be funny. I don't talk. I don't talk about you being black. You don't talk about me being you short. You do. No, I. When do I ever talk about you being you black? You called me and said, "Listen, what is the purpose of having a black friend if you can't exploit them?" Listen, oh, okay. You me and said I might. That? I might have said that. I might have said that. <laughs> but, but listen, you you are super black, okay? <laughs> You're super black, and I don't understand why you gotta like. That's a good thing. Why are you talking about me being short? I wish I was a little bit tall. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
I wish I was a baller. I know that song. Don't do that. So, <laughs> so, so with all that, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. The poor bar. The bar is going down in flames. I feel so bad. He broke out a little bit so taller. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know black culture. Don't drinking. try to tell me. I've been I been <laughs> yeah, it's, I, like, I edited it out. It's Saturday. <laughs> I only got to preach in the morning two times. All right. Two times. Y'all ready? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and or good night, and welcome to Courageous Theology. My name is Drew Temple, and I am your ruggedly bearded host, taking you on a journey of mind-bending, fun-filled, theology-laden listening while you relax, commute, or work around the house. Tune in for a new podcast episode dropping each Wednesday morning on iTunes, Stitcher, and CastBox. Then watch out for fresh blog posts to enjoy each Friday. You also want to be sure to head over to our website, CourageousTheology.com, to sign up for our email list. You can also connect with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Instagram at CourageousTheology. Until next time, fight for the faith, and strive to be courageous in all things. Afida Zayn. That, that probably was the best. That, that was it. That was it. That was it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm really, really concerned. All right, here we go. Doctrine and Devotion, we're at the Doctrine and Devotion conference, and uh, Doug, man, I just want, at the end, man, I always like for you to give, I want you to give, uh, <laughs> it's the bar, man, we, you it's know, we turn, we turn. Yeah. The bar, turn. the bar don't stand for anything but the bar. That's right, that's right. The liquor store. But, uh, but we, we want you to, you know, speak to my listeners, you know, like I told you the first time, we got a lot of local pastors that listen. Uh, and, and almost every time you speak is almost like an inspirational, you know, even when you call me, you know, I, I hang up the phone, I'm inspired. So anything you want to say to my listeners, man, as we get ready to get out of here, man, and uh, enjoy the rest of the festivities. Well, first, man, I want to say, man, I am so excited um, for you as a broadcaster podcast trying to do it well with excellence, not doing some corny, you know, raggedy joint, but trying to do it with excellence. Secondly, um, for the listeners, you know, um, this is these conversations are important. You know, um, being with Jimmy and Joe here at Doctrine and Devotion is important. I mean, we want to lead the way in what it looks like to be unified. That's right. Amen. We want to lead the way in what it looks like to be gospel-centered. We want to lead the way and show the world what the Holy Ghost in us at work means. And so these shows tear down those false evangelical stories out there that say we hate gays and we hate this and we're Marxist because we talk about race. Right. Nah, man, we are regular dudes trying to get home every night to our families, right. trying to love our wives, love our children. And man, listen, the gospel is the is the message that transforms the world. Yes, sir. We take that serious. We don't take ourselves serious. That's right. But we got grandkids in view when we do this podcast. We got grandkids and great-grandkids in view when we do conferences in, in St. Charles, Illinois. And we want to leave a legacy of grace. Yes, 
that they don't walk into the same landmines because we already stepped on them and blew up. And by the gospel of grace, we survived to be able to leave them a legacy of grace. So my prayer is that your kids and my kids and Joe's kids, they just plant churches together. That your grandkids and my grandkids figure out what it looks like to lead the way. That we are setting up new senators and governors and different pastors that aren't going to have these whack division conversations. Mm-hmm. We, we looking for that, man. We ain't about, man, we are about Jesus. Yeah, that's right. I that's mean, right. Joe and Jimmy being in the cigar lounge, but they about Jesus. <laughs> and at the end of the day, man, we come together around Jesus. Amen. Our diversity is Christ at the center. Amen. So we're brothers. And so for a bunch of people that look out and look on TV and see some Christianity that ain't Christianity, we want to show them, come be with us. You know, the Bible says, um, he who loves his life shall lose it. He who loses his life shall find it. That's the text for come waste your life with mm. me. So I want you to get rid of your life and come hang in this. That's what Pastor Joe and me as a pastor calling people to. Come, come die to yourself and come rock with us. Come die to all that and come rock with us. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we are not here to plant a church. I don't even like church planting. It's hard and expensive. <laughs> I like seeing people transformed by the gospel. And if church planning is the vehicle God's given us, we're going to ride that booger to the wheels break. And so we're here to see conversions. We're here to see people hate Jesus, love them. And at the end of the day, we do all this. We do T-shirts. We do logos. We talk about this from cigars to scotch. Man, we do all this in the heart and the centered around the Lord Jesus for the sake of his name, that there will be a legacy of grace. So three and four generations down, while we're dead, Mm -hmm. the impact and the legacy would go on and multiple redeemers would be planted. Multiple epiphanies would be planted. Multiple pastors would be raised. New seminaries would be launched. And the gospel of grace would powerfully take over through and throughout these areas for his namesake. They can forget our name, Mm -hmm. but might they never forget the name of the Lord Jesus that we preached while we were living. Amen. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm telling you, that, that that's 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 beautiful, sir. I appreciate he's that. He's always preaching <laughs> in the car. He's yeah. always preaching at the at the breakfast joint. He's preaching. Oh, I get paid to preach. Yes, sir. You ain't, you ain't getting paid. I'm preaching, but Joe ain't passed no offering. No, hey, that happen. Travell's dropping dollars. Travell gave me a dollar with Jesse Jackson on it. <laughs> Wow, good stuff, man. Man, I appreciate you guys listening to The Bar every Tuesday. Make sure you check us out on thebarpodcast.com, Twitter, Instagram, The Bar underscore podcast, Facebook. Just search The Bar Podcast. God bless y'all. We out. It's your Welcome boy, Dwayne. everybody the, to The oh, Bar. <laughs> it's your boy, Dwayne, in the building. Right in here, another Tuesday. Super excited to record a podcast live from La Vida. We're in St. Charles, Illinois, and I have my brother's the boys from Doctrine and Devotion, Joe, Joe, and Fofo. What's up, fellas? Man, it is. Uh, I got it. I got this. I got this. No, I, I don't only have one mic. You only have one mic. We're both. How are we going to share it? You know what? Just it doesn't even make any touch sense. Cheeks. Touch so, cheeks. Okay, here we go. There we go. There, here we go. We'll we're we'll fine now. Like this. Touching right. cheeks. Okay. Hey guys, I'm uh, Jimmy Fowler. It's your boy, Joe. It's your boy, Joe. No, you can't say boy. Boy. It's your boy, Jimmy Fowler.
Yo, man, man, this is awesome. I love doing a live podcast with you out here. Yes, sir. Good stuff. Yeah, we're live at Elvita, man. And um, we just had an awesome time at the conference, Doctrine Devotion Conference 2018. Great speakers, almost. It was like maybe one, maybe one third great speakers. I know, or, I know. That Well, you know, Doug Logan was on fire. I heard Jimmy Fowler was amazing. Joe was. Joe was Joe. Uh, you, Jimmy Fowler was so amazing that he confused everybody with the word sensationalist. Yeah, sensationalist of it. That is true. That is true. That was that was funny. I laughed when you said it the first time. I know sensationalism. <laughs> Good stuff, man. So everybody, most of my listeners already know who you guys are, man. So let's start off with the first question. Uh, either one of you guys, what inspired the conference? Like, where did this idea come from? Because you know, podcasters. I'm a podcaster. What what inspired you guys to, to go this route? There was a time when I really enjoyed conferences. And over the years, I just became less interested. They became bigger. It became cult of personality. Uh, and the side, they're so big. So many of them are so big right. that I just didn't really... Okay, Jimmy is crossing his fingers because it means he has something important to say. And he doesn't want to forget. So, <laughs> ow, Jimmy hit me. Um, we thought, like, it, our listeners are awesome. We love our listeners. And we thought if we could hold the conference and just get a few of them together, it could be sweet fellowship and a lot of fun. We know we could have some great teaching if we got in the right guys like Doug Logan. So we thought, let's just see what would happen. We did it with, like, what, two months' notice our first time, and we had over 200 people. I think we had, Brian, how many did we have today? We're 350 people here nice. for our second year. Uh, and it has been super fun and super refreshing. And for me, uh, I, I wanted to make money. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, is that you, why did, you're crossing your fingers? <laughs> did you did you make any? I don't think. How much money are you getting from this conference, Jimmy? Uh, you know what? That's proprietary, and yeah, uh, I think you're getting nothing. Now, nah, well, one of us is getting nothing. Yeah, yeah. The other one's getting something. Are you getting something? Don't worry about it. I know Doug got something. I didn't get anything. <laughs> I got a T-shirt. That's all I got. <laughs> uh, you owe me for that T-shirt. Oh, Good stuff, man. So, you know, that's that's actually one of the things that I loved about this conference was the swag bag. Like, you know, every conference try to give you some things, man, but you're, you know, and they kind of compile, you know, almost like the leftovers. But you guys gave us quality stuff, man. So uh, what what helped, I guess, with, what helped with actually making that happen as far as, you know, getting Well, we only bag? wanted to give stuff that we like. We didn't want to give away swag that was just swag. We didn't want sponsors that would just be sponsors and pay. We only wanted peep sponsors and and swag that we really benefit from. So when Moody said they would be a sponsor, we said we have to have a classic. We want Oswald, J. Oswald Sanders, um, The Incomparable Christ, but then we want Doug Logan's book. We want everybody to get Logan's book, and they're like, done. We'll give you that stuff. Nice. Um, and then B&H stepped up. Spurgeon Study Bible. Oh, yeah. I mean, what a what an awesome thing to have, to be able to give to our people. And then, of course, yeah, man, we got, we got the best T-shirts. Sorry, Dwayne. But we got the best T-shirts. I just, you know, we're able to put that in there, too. <laughs> Don't worry. You got to start somewhere, Dwayne. And, you know, when you get there, you'll get there. I, I wear my I wear my The Bar T-shirt all the time. Gotcha. All the gotcha. time. I actually saw it on Instagram. I'm pretty so. sure I've never seen it. I'm pretty, I was wearing it on Friday. And Jimmy yeah, said, you can't a wear that. You y'all. said, you can't wear it to the conference. You can't be promoting The Bar at our conference. Oh, he, no, I, I, no, I said that. He's oh. right. That true story. That hashtag truth. I said that. <laughs> Good stuff, you man. You don't, you don't say hashtag. You don't say hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag truth. Hashtag truth. You can say it. <laughs> I can't with y'all, man. So, uh, man, that you know, um, I guess you can't complain much about the T-shirt because Joe actually designed it. So, you know, 
I did. <laughs> at, at, least, at least Joe did something. I did. Listen, I, I've done more for the bar than I have for Dr. Androsen. <laughs> and he wonders why I give him nothing. <laughs> I, uh, we, have, we have a credit card. We no, can no, use no. that. We use I, it. I have a credit card. No, but, but we have a credit card. Well, but, yeah, no, I have the credit card. Yeah, right now you have it. But <laughs> do, you, do you have signing authority? I, well, I own 50% of the <laughs> Hold on. What bank do we bank at? It's that. It's the bank. It's like. Is it U.S. Bank? No. Is it American Bank and Trust? No. It doesn't matter what bank. It don't it is. matter. It don't matter. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess what was the inspiration for the title this year? Um, you know, as far as the spirit, because uh, you know, I, I came out of charismatic world, right, and right. when I heard spirit, you know, you think about all the radical things. What What was the inspiration for that? Okay. So the, from my perspective, and I, I think I think this is fair. The most important and the best works on the Holy Spirit were written from the Reformed tradition. And yet today, most Reformed people, they seem disconnected from the Holy Spirit. It really bothers me. We're so busy correcting everybody else, like Doug was saying, that we have forgotten the need to experience the third person of the Trinity. So we thought, let's do the Holy Spirit. Let's, like, let's address a weakness. And uh, and then, but let's make sure that we bring in a guy that can preach. Like that was our thing. And from the, we were like Doug. It's it's got to be Doug because Doug can preach. We're all on the same page, and we knew that it would be beneficial for us. That's the thing. Like everything we do, it has to be beneficial for us. And we nice. think if it's beneficial for us, it's going to be beneficial for everybody. Ditto. <laughs> hey, just like every podcast. Ditto. Nice, nice. No, I mean, it, it was really good. I mean, I can honestly say, you know, each each part that you guys brought, how you broke down, you know, the the, the uh, application in the church, uh, the, 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 uh, the revival, you know, because first thing when I saw revival, I was like, you going to talk about a tent revival or, you know. So that was really good, man, um, to get that perspective. Like I said, the reform world, we kind of shy away from it. You know, those, uh, you know, uh, I guess you could say J-Mac followers that kind of, Put put Ooh. fire on it. Strange, Ooh, strange fire. Strange fire. You're so strange. You smell that? You smell that? What, what is that? Strange fire. Oh. We definitely got some strange fire here at at Levita, at Levita for sure. So, um, uh, next question is, uh, Jimmy, uh, when are we going to become an elder, man? I mean, you know that's proprietary. The world is <laughs> <laughs> that, you know that's just between uh, uh, Redeemer Fellowship and myself. You oh, know. Okay, okay. Now we're just waiting for the. I think just the next elders meeting, right, Brian? Oh, members meeting. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They, actually, they haven't told me whether or not I made it or not. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so we'll, yeah, I'll find out at the members meeting like everybody else. So so when the, the episode that you actually announced yourself as elder, <laughs> that's when... That's we, when it happens. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to actually, we're going to repost that. Make sure we repost that on the bar because that's, that's an epic moment. <laughs> that's an epic in, moment. In, in, in podcast world. For all sure. right, all right. So going forward, guys... Um, because, you know, just to be honest, you know, the bar and Doctrine and Devotion, we're, we're pretty much top dogs, you know, right? You all agree? Oh, yeah. Well, so, one of us are, yes. <laughs> well, there can only be one top dog. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, you can't right. say top dogs. Do you, you remember that old commercial where Spike, the big dog, uh-huh. was, 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 and there was that little dog, that little chihuahua walking around, hey, Spike, right. how you doing? Yeah, you're like that little dog. Okay. No, 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 no. Happy Ranch is the little dog. Wait a minute. Happy Ranch is the little dog. Where am I? You're the big dog. We're, you're the chewing toy. Oh. <laughs> No, you okay. know, you know, mm-hmm. we love the bar. Yes, sir. We tell everybody to listen That's to the bar. Right. And from the very beginning, we've been doing that, right? Yes, sir. Don't skip happy rant. Mm-hmm. You ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. Go right to the bar. That's right. That's right. Good stuff. Now, so, now 
What did you originally try to call oh the bar? God. Like right now, it's biblic- biblically in reform. Biblical, biblical, biblical in reform, and, which is good. Which is really good. But what was the original intent? I, I like the original. My listeners already know this, man. I know, but I, I want I want to oh hear you talk God. about it. Okay, so in the inbox, when it was just the group, we pretty much, you know, we were throwing around names. And yeah, yeah. Black and reform came up first. But, I know, but why did you not keep that? I, that's the part I well, want to know. Okay, why, so, why didn't you keep that? I thought this was my show. <laughs> no, this is my podcast. Why? Why? You know? How is it? Why did you not keep that name? Okay. So the reason why we didn't keep the name is because uh, we felt like it was more important to be biblical than it was to be black. Right. right. Um, okay. You know, right, right now, you know. That's... Now, hey, Doug, is it more important to be biblical than it is to be black? <laughs> black. Is Doug says black <laughs> is biblical. That's right. <laughs> Woo, Doug woke. Doug, Doug, Doug's woke. I, Fofo's woke-ish. I'm ready. I'm woke or sleeping. I'm sleeping, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe's passed out. Uh, Hashtag yes. woke-ish. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Black. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we we have a nice crowd around us. Um, so, <laughs> Dwayne's not used to this. We're you. So we feed guy from Greenville, South right. We feed off this. Right, right. And see, I'm used to being in my closet, just me and. Yeah, you need Tucker. to come out of the closet. Come out of the closet, Dwayne. Finally, get out of the closet. <laughs> What are you going to get out of the closet, Dwayne? Hey, whenever somebody helps pay for a studio, that's when I get out of the closet. We, we don't have, we don't we have, have a studio. studio. We're not uh, in a closet. A- anyway, <laughs> back to my question. Um, my question is... <laughs> my question... <laughs> I ain't scared, Doug. Anyway. <laughs> Do you feel safe, Dwayne? Is this oh, a safe place? I feel safe. I'm at home right here at LaVita with a cigar in my hand. But anyway, <laughs> back to my... <laughs> Back to my my question. Um, as far as podcasts, where do you guys see you going? You know, in, in this next year, um, you guys have you know your content. Everybody loves the content. Everybody loves the consistency. What what do you see as far as vision wise for the podcast? Did you see that alliteration? Content and consistency. Mm. Right. And and <laughs> cauc- and Caucasian. There's another to see. Um, all right. So number one, uh, the conference is going to continue. Uh, we'd love to do that. We're going to have to find a new venue because that place was full. So right. um, they said they could seat 450. No, they ain't that, seat that, no that, that ain't happening. So uh, we're looking for a new venue. Uh, we're going to bring in somebody. Uh, we're, we're thinking about who right now. Um, so that's going to continue. Uh, in terms of content, we have a website that's going to drop in the future. That's all I'm going to say. But that website is going to be instrumental for people. It's nice. going to become very important for people when that website drops. So stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to continue to do two episodes a week for sure. We're going to continue to do, well, the videos whenever we can. Yeah, when, when, when possible. Yeah, and um, it's, it's very sporadically, as Brian likes to say, because uh, we're just so busy right now. Um, so video, blog posts, all of that. If you want to write for D&D, uh, hit us up. We want you to write for us. If, if you're good, if you're not, don't bother. But we are looking to release even more content, and we're trying to figure out the best way to do that. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that we've talked about is, is additional resources, some downloadable resources, some uh, uh, some devotionals, I think is one of the things we've been talking about, a study guide that you can kind of go through with lo- looking through different doctrines of the faith, pneumatology nice. and, and harmatology and, and things like that. Hamardiology. Hamardiology. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Sensationology and, and, and things. <laughs> These are the kinds of things that we're looking to provide, as well as even kind of a... Uh, um, 
a, a old dead guy reading yeah. guide kind of a thing. And so we've got a few things that we've got in the works. It's just time. It's just time. Joe is in a tough season uh, for himself personally. Uh, he's being a baby. Um, and so for me, I've got all the time in the world. And so <laughs> I wish once, once Joe is able to, then we'll be able to, to take care of this. No, we're, we're both in some difficult uh, seasons of our life. Um, and so we're just waiting for things to kind of calm down before we can focus on more content. Nice, nice. So, you know, just speaking of, you know, from a fellow podcaster, as far as uh, time management, you know, you're talking about being busy, you know, uh, what, what's the secret to that in a busy life? Because I have a lot of people that listen that want to start their own podcast. You know, what's, what's the secret to, to in a busy life and, and maintaining, uh, you know, consistency? Uh, it's the same thing with sermon prep. Everybody thinks they need to be John MacArthur, which you shouldn't try to be because he doesn't preach the Old Testament. But anyways. Um, <laughs> or well. Or, no, he preaches really well. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he doesn't really do the Old Testament. You know. yeah. um, so we would say, uh, you know, figure out how many hours you can give to something a week, right? So if it's your sermon, I would say 12 hours. Um, do, do that. Somebody just dropped his phone. <laughs> so you've got 12 hours or 10 hours, whatever, whatever it is, do what you can in that time frame. And that's all that God's given you, and that's it. So for us, it's it's six hours to ten hours at the most that goes to the podcast each, mm-hmm. and that's all that we give because we have to prioritize the local church. That comes first, right? Uh, or really, our family comes first. But right. so family and local church that gets the priority. Ten hours outside of that, just for this, that's all that we do. You got to know how much time you can give. Give that, and then just trust that that's enough. If that's all that God's given you. Work with it. That's it. And to make sure that you're having the conversations with your spouse, and if you are a church leader with your church leadership. To say, here, here's some of the things that I'm looking to do outside extracurricular, uh, but especially with your your spouse trying to say, hey, you know, is it okay that I'm spending this time? Because if I'm doing this, I'm not at home. And so, you know, making sure that they're on board and they're okay with that. And then checking in regularly with them. And I know that's one of the things that Joe and I both do is we check in with Jen and Michelle to say, okay, is it okay? How are you feeling? Am I spending enough? You know, obviously they want me home more often. Right. Um, and J- Jen wants, you know, Joe home more often. Not really. Not really, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, dude. I tried. Yeah, I tried. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but they, they say, hey, you're not going over. You're not going overboard. Um, but here's some things to tweak. Nice, nice. Good stuff, man. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Jimmy. Yep. Uh, there are, like, no good podcasts out there. There are very few. None I mean, really, it's, well, it's just like, ours. There's doctrine. Okay, well, yeah, obviously, that's why we started. That's right. right. Because there, we needed to have a really good podcast. But then, yep. as, as we started putting our podcast together, we did discover a few yes. really good podcasts, and one in particular. Oh, yeah. Put on by our man, Dwayne. <laughs> At Biblical and Reformed. Yeah, the bar, baby. You got to get, uh, listen, because we only put out two podcasts a week. That's right. All right. So you need to supplement our awesomeness mm-hmm. with Dwayne's awesomeness. Dwayne awesomeness. So uh, he, has, he has good guests on. He has good yes. conversations. So uh, we were just on there. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, what I like about Dwayne is that he's encouraging. Yep. He's honest. He's real. Uh, he's real. He's, he's handsome. He's biblical. He's good looking. Wait, what? No, what no he is. No, you yeah, see he him? is, but why do we? He's got like soft eyes and good hair. I don't even know where to go from here. Well, that's I'm just saying he's worth listening to. He is, but you're not going to see him. Why it doesn't? Oh matter. no, I, I see pictures of him on Instagram. Oh, fair enough. Follow him on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Biblical and Reformed. It's a podcast, definitely that you should subscribe to. Later.
Well, no, yes, I am. Look, you know, we ready? We back? Hey, guys. You know, yeah, don't, don't, don't be acting. <laughs> <for real. laughs> he with us. <laughs> oh, you want something? No, no, no. But How y'all just going to drink all my stuff? Oh, that's what we do. There you go. All right. <laughs> oh, I all right, we're I back. To make a joke. <laughs> so, um. Make sure you tell. Make sure you know that. Yes, He's sir. He's a fish black dude. He Wait. drives a Cadillac. He drank some Hennessy, too. And drank Hennessy. Yeah. I, I did have some Hennessy today. <laughs> Wait, wait. Am, am I more black than Travel is? That's what I wanted to know. Travel, easy. Oh, <laughs> I want that in the recording. It's in the recording. I want that in like the recording. This. Like this. Joe is blacker than Travel. <laughs> Everyone, go tell Travel rounds that. Yes, sir. So uh, he knows. He's not struggling with that. All right, man, we're back at the okay. bar here. Here we are. We're ready. Mason, it's, it's your boy, Joe. It's your it's your boy, Jimmy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first time you guys was on, I, I didn't have the signature bar question. So, I'm going to give you guys a signature bar question. Uh, you know, take it one at a time like you do so beautifully. Uh, so, the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? That's, that's a signature bar question? It's three of them. <laughs> Here you go. Hold on. I'll, I'll just sing it for you. Here is Joe's. You're, you, you're terrible no. at this. No, no. Here's Joe's favorite music. Are you ready, Joe? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I do listen to mostly Scandinavian death metal. Yes. So mostly Scandinavian death metal, melodic death metal. That's what I listen to. Nice. Uh, Mariachi. Uh, not Mariachi. <laughs> Disney soundtracks. Ranchero. Nice. All right, okay. <laughs> Second uh, signature bar question. What book or books are you reading currently? Oh, thank you. I got one. Thanks, Eric. Wait, where'd you go? Oh, that, right. that's okay. Thanks, so I'm reading a book on uh, the history of Paul and um, his theology. I don't remember the name, but that's the most current book that I'm reading. Uh, I'm always going through Puritan works and sermons uh, just for devotional reading and anything to complement the sermons that I'm kind of covering topically. So uh, that's, that's pretty common. But right now it's a book on Paul, and I think it's from Crossway. It's on Paul and his theology. Yeah, I'm going to butcher the, the name of it. It's, uh, it's actually a book that we're reading for New Zealand. Yeah. That we're getting ready. It's by Meredith Klein. She's hot. It's a it's a dude. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's uh, uh, God and Harmageddon. Is that, am I pronouncing that right? I'm the blackest guy you've oh. ever seen in your Wait life. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know I got my black card back. Oh no! no so, no, 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 anyways, no, no, no. <laughs> it's about biblical theology, covenant theology, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do. That's how we do. <laughs> no, no, no. That's how you do. Not not Travel. Travel don't do. Travella straight out of Malibu. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry, Dwayne. <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping all of this. I'm in. good. I'm, I'm trying for you. Yeah, I'm trying. He's it. not trying. Yeah, okay. And, and and Doug, Doug's always trying. Look at him. He's trying. Thanks, Doug. Okay. Travell, quit, quit. You know, Doug, come on. Listen, Doug Logan is wearing a sport coat that looks like it's made out of like a hundred different napkins. No, no, that's not. That's not a hundred different napkins. You look like a homeless man, a hobo with that thing. A clown hobo in that coat. Joe, I have hair. Oh, oh, he said Joe. <laughs> yeah, Doug. Oh, Doug's got you there. That's that's true. Oh, poor Dwayne. I'm poor. sorry, Dwayne. It's all good. This is this is, this is gold right here. Last. <laughs> <laughs> you call me George Lopez. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> all the listeners are unsubscribing. I know. <laughs> yeah, the bar's got no more listeners. All your subscribers are saying, bye, Felicia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Too funny. This is good stuff, man. So last signature bar question as we ring it in. Uh, what <laughs> podcasts or uh, sermons do you listen to? Um, I don't listen to Sasquatch Chronicles. Okay, stop it. All right. Sasquatch okay. Chronicles. Okay. One of us. Bigfoot mystery. Okay, but that, that's not a thing. One of us does listen to some some Sasquatch stuff. All right, I don't know who that is. One of one of us listens to that. Um, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. I don't listen to a lot of Christian podcasts. Um, when I do, I listen to the Bar. All right, because because my boy Dwayne is on there. Um, I I don't listen to sermons ever. I just don't. Um, unless it's somebody says, hey, this one sermon at this one conference, this one church you should listen to, I don't listen to sermons. I read sermons, but I don't listen to them. Um, and, yeah, I think, uh, oh, I listen to, uh, yeah, I listen to some political stuff, and I listen to uh, some Bigfoot stuff. That's it. <laughs> some Bigfoot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the only podcast I actually listen to is uh, A Morning Brief from... Politico.com every morning. That's about it. Nice. You, 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 you like to hear uh, Al Mohler. You're always doing no, not, not the briefing. Not yeah, anymore. You, you listen to the briefing. No, not anymore. You, you, I, listen, you, you, I listen to a different... You, every, every time you want to learn no. about... Every time you want to learn about the gays, you listen to uh, the briefing. <laughs> Actually, that's why I unsubscribed. That's why I unsubscribed from Mohler. Dr. Mohler's brilliant, but he's always talking about the gays. Every single every single episode. It's, it's always about the gays. It's always... They're attacking you. They're oh attacking you. Watch out for the gays. They're stealing your fashion. Like, that's what's going on. That's... It. Every time, yeah. Yo, they didn't steal it. Well, they stole it from Doug because he's got that jacket. But, yeah. <laughs> wow, good stuff, man. <laughs> well, man. man, hey, you know what? You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Doctor Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor Doctor Devotion. You can head to the website DoctorDevotion.com. There you, yeah, there you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. Or you can hit up the store JoeFoStore.com. And grab yourself some merchandise. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content sporadically. Later. Oh, my God. Stop it, man. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I don't I don't even need to do a closing. No, no, I did the closing for you. you We're good. Okay. We're good. Yeah. So, make sure you check out the bar. Yeah, well, uh, no, no, no. Or JoeFoStore.com. Yeah. Look, turn it back your way, No, 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 man. no. We got this. He wants to make money. That's why he said, let me do what I do. <laughs> Make some money. Make, make some money. Yeah. There you go. I got you. I got like you. Five t-shirts. We need yeah, to make well, some. Well, yeah, we, we need people to buy some t-shirts. Okay. Go on, make sure, make sure you buy some t-shirts from yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. All right, make guys, you, later. Make sure <laughs> All right, guys, we love you. Bye. Make sure you hit up the bar. At, yep, uh, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne's getting tired. Dwayne's getting tired. <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm about to unplug it on my end. <laughs> All right, man. Make sure y'all check out The Bar every week uh, on thebarpodcast.com. Thank you, Doug, for unplugging their mic. Also, on uh, Instagram and Twitter, at thebar underscore podcast. And this was a blast. God bless y'all. We out of here.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there